Live, and with me is Todd Sakamoto. What's going on? How's uh, life? Not much. It's uh, kind of a crappy day here in Berlin. How's it going in Los Angeles? Are, are you getting to that point of European life where it's just going to be gray from now until spring, basically? I think so. I think so. Uh, before we did our last podcast, my roommate told me that um, it was going to be the last warm day of the year. But she said it with yeah, I thought of, it... some sort of finality, which really... Uh... <laughs> I, I thought that was a joke coming from Southern California when I was in England. It was like, oh, it's raining. I completely L.A. kid thought, oh, it's raining. It'll be cool. It'll blow over in a couple of days or maybe a day. It lasted three solid months and was not letting up anytime soon. So, and we just had we just had gray and rain in England. You guys get snow and real winter in, in Germany. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something to look forward to. But in in on the bright side, you have lots of fantastic German beer and some Riesling and some ice wine. So it'll yeah. keep you warm. Yeah. Uh, so that should be find, should be good. Find enough. yourself a nice. Uh, Six foot two, blonde German girl. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're working on. She'll that. keep you warm during the winter. That, that's the idea. Um, <laughs> some, uh, they have Mulvine, I think. No, not Mulvine. Oh, we, ca- we call Mulvine. it Mulvine. They call it some, they call it some like some something else here. Gruvine. Gluvine. Gluvine. Dude, that's what it's called. Ten of those. Yeah. Anything's possible. Anything's possible, right? <laughs> Um, all, all right, right. So let's, uh, uh, enough nonsense. Let's, is, let's up in baseball. Yeah, What's this going is going to be a nonsense heavy, um, podcast. So don't worry about that. You know, we, we, will... we teased, we teased the all Asian, Asian American, uh, fantasy baseball team last, last week. So we, we are basically committed to this at this point. Yeah, we, we looked it up. Um, I don't know if you're going to win your league with this fantasy team, but, uh, we're going to throw it out there anyways. Oh, but there's there is a lot of Asian Asian American pride in this. Oh yes, yes. This is a very personal journey for us. Yes, there are also a lot of questionably Asian people in this. <laughs> well, hey, like myself, we, we, we claimed we claimed a lot of people, so it's okay. <laughs> the net, the net was cast right. very widely. Um, <laughs> but I think I think at first we are at first. Oh boy. I'm uh, losing my English. At first, we are going to speak of Joe. Was that was that German translated in English for you? Yeah, yeah, that's what German translating it into English. Uh, Joey Bats uh, went down with a hip injury to the DL. Uh, Jose Jose Batista. For those not in the know, I'm still. I still. I. I still see a little bit of Brady Anderson in the power, but uh, <laughs> hey, man, he did get popped in Biogenesis or Belco, so uh, I guess I can't say anything. But uh, yeah, I mean, serious amounts of power, and he, uh, you know, hey, came on late in the career, but some sometimes people just need a little time to warm up. More importantly, he hurt his hip. That it, yeah, hip he injury hurt his hip. is nasty. Hip injuries. Uh, Knee so good. They they are I I, I just from a personal side I've I've had hip injuries and uh, if if it's if it's really a pulled a pulled muscle or something down there that that's really going to affect his his ability to run. Uh, he should be able to swing the bat. I mean he's 
I mean, but you're not going to be able to push off with that, you know, depending He's on... He's going to lose a lot of power. I mean, that's the problem. Uh, it, he... He does have a lot of hand and wrist strength, but I don't know. A lot of those home runs that used to be going out of the park might be turning into uh, fly balls on the warning track. So Yeah, also Jose Batista is not like this. Uh, he's not the smooth swinging type. I mean, he's swinging as hard as he can, right? There is a lot of violence in his swings. So <laughs> if, if uh, I, if, with, what, 40 games left in the season or so, a little under that, something like that. He's going to miss at least 12, probably, if he's on the DL for a 15-day DL. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're not in it I at don't all. Know. If, if, you can, if you can find a team that's desperate for power and get something usable and you're, you're in it, I don't mean, the only thing I think, it, it, maybe in a keeper league, you, you sell them. In in a one year league, I don't know if you're gonna be able to even get anyone to buy him. I mean, it's so late in the season; trade deadline's coming up in a couple of weeks for a lot of leagues, September first. So yeah, you're gonna it, really you're really gonna have to do a sell job on this kid and uh, maybe take what seventy five cents on a dollar. Oh yeah, if that. I mean, you're gonna have to get a guy that is kind of like a fringe player. In general, yeah, like a like a one category guy. Like you're gonna you're you're selling him a one category or like a three category guy with runs, homers, and RBIs, and just taking a specialist. Yeah, or you're taking if, a guy that's just been on like bananas fire. Like, do you think? You, I mean, so let's say you have um, Alfonso Soriano, and someone offers you Jose Batista, and you're in a one year league. Uh, I don't think I do it straight up, but I mean, if you get a, like a but you kind of think like, well, it's Jose Batista. If you get a, and... if you get a closer, if you get a closer or two or or something like that, if you get a couple of closers and a Soriano type, or I mean, if you can, if if you just if you need stats now and you just need a warm body yeah. that has the potential to to knock in some runs and hit some homers. <laughs> Maybe that's the deal you take. You, you're just like, I, I need, I need a warm body. Like, I don't know how, how your bench situation is, but sometimes you might just have to take the closers, take, take a, yeah, an outfielder just playing, something. just a guy, just, just get, a guy on the, the stats. guy on the field, basically. Um, I don't but know. I think, I think this is the perfect opportunity where if you're like a few saves down and you can get a closer or two. And a serviceable outfielder, and it's a keeper league, and someone's like, "Well, next year's the year." You you try and sell him. You're like, "Hey, Batista's out for this year. He's not going to help me. I'm going to buy your your specialist and just just try and you know win win now. Worry about next year, next year kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of deal you're looking maybe with with a guy like Batista because right now he's going to lose at least 15 days and he's going to come back and I just don't think the power is going to be there after a hip injury so that that would be my advice. Yeah, and the guys that they're replacing him with are uh, pretty weak. It looks like uh, yeah, Pillar or Pillar and uh, Ghost. Yeah. And, who... Ghost is kind Ghost of interesting. Ghost is a specialist. Ghost is, uh, it, Ghost it, is interesting as a uh, as a pure specialist. 
yeah, he's he's especially he's a one category guy. If you're dead, if you if you need seven steals between now and the end of the season, maybe upside a ten. What do you say, ten maybe between now and the end of the year? Yeah, I mean, I think it rolls. Ten is really... on the high end, seven on the low end, and your batting average is solid. Yeah, go for hey, it. That this is your guy goes could steal you ten bases between now and the end of the year. And that a solid two twenty. He's he's the outfield equivalent of D Gordon, basically. Yep, that's exactly what it sounds like. And uh if if that's what you need in in your in your team is just just a little bit of speed, he's your guy. But it, he's not super interesting in terms of fantasy value long term. I mean I just I don't think he has enough don't think he has enough power to, to hit the ball hard enough to make a difference. It's the same exact thing you hear about D. Gordon. He just can't hit the ball hard enough to make a make a difference. The same yeah. thing you're hearing about other guys who might come up that are the same guy. Billy Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Or Street. He just just not hitting the ball hard enough to make a difference. So that's that's the uh, scary part about one category guys. But and I would maybe say. Best with these one category steel guys, one thing that's really nice is you can look at um one thing I like to look at is look at who's pitching that day. And then if they're pitching okay. if if the pitcher doesn't hold guys on base, I mean you might get a guy who can get three or four steals in a day. I mean uh yeah. If, Oh yeah, if you got if you got a, if you had like a wakefield up there or something, he could yeah. he could steal four bases if he gets on base twice, you know? it it's Yeah, Tommy Hansen is a guy that, you know, I could yeah, run again. He can't hold anyone on. Yeah, he can't hold anyone on base. I mean, their their catchers don't throw well. Yeah. So, I would just say that yeah, you know, kind of look at those things. There, there. If you go to ML, if you go to MLB dot com, actually, I think there's a stat you to look at. Yeah, you can yeah. look at the defensive stats of pitchers, and it tells you how many um, stolen bases they give up. And yeah, NL East or the AL East, sorry, it's like historically been pretty bad for that. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, might be something to look at. Speaking um, of uh, lost steals, Mike Trout. What do you think yes, about this? Mike Trout. Um, hammy injury, right? Ham. Yeah. Tight tightness in the hamstring. Tightness in the hamstring. Ah. Uh, doesn't sound like it's gonna be a DL stint. But doesn't sound like it. But they're not in it. Um, but but uh, Matt Kemp also. Uh, has had a tight hamstring for, uh, you know, six weeks. So Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Trout is thinking? also in the, I don't know, he's in the MVP race. So I, I I got a feeling Mike Trout's coming back. I'm not too worried about this. I yeah, mean, but I'm, the Angels are not, they're not, they're not making the playoffs. They've already written off Albert Pujols for the season. They've already written off, but I still think they want Mike Trout to have, like, bananas numbers so they can sell him as, like, the premier you know, MLB superstar and uh, really hype that up for ticket sales and whatnot. And so I think they're going to, you know, push his counting stats as far as they can. And if he can, if, okay. you know, I think, you know, it's not like uh, the hammy is, it doesn't sound devastating. Tightness doesn't it, sound it like. It doesn't sound like it was a torn hamstring. I mean, he didn't sound like he tore anything. Yeah, it just sounds like he's been getting on base too much and running too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a problem, Mike. Stop stop playing defense, maybe. Maybe Mike Trout should just stop playing defense for, like, one or two innings, you know? Let a couple drop in front of him. <laughs> I don't know. The way that outfield is playing defense with people running into each other. And... Oh, have they been, uh, I haven't been watching, obviously. With Well, with all the changes in the outfield and the shuffling in and out of different players, there has been some pretty adventurous play in the Angels outfield. <laughs> okay, really? There's been, you know, collisions in uh, in games that are a little baffling. It's okay. just a lot of it. it. It looks like a lot of guys who just don't play the outfield together a lot and are in positions they're not used to being in. And they had Mike Trout moving from center to left. And I mean, you know, they had, you know, at some point they had three center fielders out there with Borges, Trout, and Hamilton. Basically, all three center fielders trying to communicate and everyone wants to to be the man. Yeah, everyone going for the man. And as great as it sounds, having three guys that should be center fielders, it, it also runs into a bit of problems of who actually makes the call. So. It's been pretty adventurous in terms of watching the outfield play. Um, yeah, I mean, if if Trout does go down for a little bit, you've got this JB Shuck guy who seems okay. He's been leading off for the Yankees for a while. I mean, yeah. for the Angels for a while. He'll score some runs. He'll steal some bases. Uh, Cole Calhoun is 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 kind of interesting. He might have a little bit of pop. Okay. Okay. Um, and Peter Borges is. Yeah, he's. He's okay. Peter Borges is not back yet. Still, still no, he's over. back. He's back. Oh, he is. He oh. played. Okay, he played today. Okay, I I, I watched today. Um, yeah, no, it's all right. And there's the the great Josh Hamilton and the, his the great Hambino. The great Hambino is I don't know. He's, uh, he's turned it on last week, but to be fair, he played against the Astros and yeah. As long as you play him only against the Astros, he's like he a super duper star. I mean, he destroys the ball in Texas. Yeah, I, he's I really don't, good. I, he's really good. I don't know what it is. It could it, just be the barbecue. I mean, you know, that's. That, I I, <laughs> I believe it is. He goes to the Salt Lick, has some has some brisket, and all of a sudden has the superpowers again. Exactly. Um, if they can only, you know, the. Orange County barbecue is not nearly as good. I can I can attest to that. So yeah, Newport Rib Company, <laughs> Bruin owns, but still not as good as the Salt. Lake. Um, but uh, on the replacing Mike Trout, I, you don't replace Mike Trout. You just hope to survive without him. So yeah, you just hope he back comes back. You just hope he comes back. Yeah. Uh, really, there's there's no replacing there's no replacing a top five player like that when he's hurt. And if it is and if it is long term, you just you just hope you, you don't fall too much when he's out and you do the best you can to replace maybe one or two of the categories, but you're never going to get the same production out of him that you would from anybody else. So, yep. That's uh, definitely Calhoun, Chuck. So interesting guys, but you know, nothing crazy. Uh, let's go to the, let's go to a couple young guys, a couple young guys in the infield. This is it's getting uh, to be that time of year. Getting to be that time it? of the year where they're just bringing up the youth and seeing what happens. Actually, these are a couple teams, nice. couple teams like that it. are in contention bringing up the youth, which I like. Um, the Red Sox brought up our boy Xander Bogarts. We told you to Xander watch out Bogart. for this. We told you to watch out for this a couple weeks ago. X Man, dude, we've been I've been hyping this guy all year. We we love Xander Bogarts, 
and he got the it's call, this... and he's gonna be playing. I mean, they're not they're not bringing this guy up to sit him. I, you know, he could play third. He could play short. He might be third and short eligible next year. Even adds to the value. I mean, this kid, he has done nothing but hit. And every time they move him up, he just keeps on hitting. He could. He's got power. He's got average. If if he could play short for a few years, it even adds to his value. I mean, it it might be the second coming of the offensive shortstop. I mean, remember those those years when it was uh, Nomar and Hanley? And you had all these great offensive shortstops. I think mm-hmm. him and Baez and you know, there's a couple of guys that are looking like it might be. I mean, A Rod, well. <laughs> Asterisk A Rod. But um there was there was an era when when it was the offensive shortstop was kind of this this position that was you know taken from a defense only specialist to a a good good defensive but just spectacular offensive guy. And I think he could he could be the first wave of uh young kids that, that reclaims those positions. Yeah, and, definitely. And uh, you know, I think I think you gotta you gotta own him. Especially keeper leagues, he should be owned. If he's yeah. not owned by now, you go out right now and get him. But uh, in terms of long term value for the next couple of years, if they can keep him at a short, this this kid could be he could go from a fifth sixth rounder to a first second rounder pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, so. Next year he might be in your, I don't know. What do you think? Top one fifty next year if he if he if he gets the position next year. Well, maybe. I think it depends what he does this year. I think a lot of people will put a lot of weight on what he does this year. If he bats one fifty for the rest of the year and loses some time, even if he starts the year in the majors next year, people are going to be like, "Oh, he's a one fifty hitter," um, which yeah, is well, totally yeah. which is totally babip driven and totally ridiculous. But um, which no. is completely the opposite of our philosophy, which was always buy buy the talent. Yeah, exactly. You have to believe in the talent. You have to buy, you know, premium players, even if they don't perform the moment they they hit the 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 scene. You have to believe that this talent will carry them through. Exactly. So I would say that he will be. I think he'll be top fifty talent at the end of the year. I don't know if he'll be top fifty drafted at the beginning of the year though. Yeah. Yeah. But. So yeah, that's, that's next what I'm year. Thinking. Next year, if you, I mean, if if you can get him, I think he he's he's got all the talent in the world, and given the opportunity, he can he can put up some numbers. Yeah. So um, sorry. There's another guy that we might want to look out for is um, Colton Wong. We talked about him a little bit. We we mentioned him. We mentioned him a few times actually, and uh, the more I was looking at his numbers. He's he's been really efficient on the base paths. I mean, I mean he he stole twenty, I think, down in the minors. He's yeah, he's already 20. put three this year in the majors. Um, yeah, they're giving him the green light. I mean, he's at you know middle infield, which is a tough position to fill. Yeah, especially I mean, if if you have if you have a middle infield slot, I mean, maybe you lost a guy like uh, was it Peralta that went down or Everett Cabrera. Yeah, I mean, this guy might get you some steals that you were lacking. I mean, you definitely want him above a guy like Anthony Ghost or Jared Dyson, who are really these, like, ridiculous one, (laughs) 
you know, one category yeah. guys. Category. You know, I was, I was watching the, the Cardinals games the other day, and uh, Col- Colton Wong's got a good swing. I mean, oh yeah, he, he's got he's got a little bit of pop. I mean, he's not he's not a home run hitter, but he puts a charge into the ball. He makes good, solid contact. When I was watching him, I mean, when he hit the ball, it it it, it sounded good. Huh. Um, not a scout or anything. I mean, I just watch a lot of baseball, but I mean, it, he he doesn't look like your classic slap hitter. He looks like he's he's got he's got some pop. I mean and he had he had ten down in the minors and yeah. was on pace for about fifteen, so That's pretty good. I mean, he's got he he's like he's a like he's a Dustin Pedroia light. He's not he's not Dustin Pedroia. He's not gonna put up those kind of numbers, but he's got a similar profile yeah, did Marco Scudero ever get steals or no? Because that's like the kind of power that I think he has. Mar- Marco Scudero's put up double digit steals. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's know? like the the good the good young version of Marco Scudero. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's tough um, to uh, it's tough to find a comparable for this guy, but I, I think he's worth having on your team for sure. And it looks like he's batting second, or he did in the last yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, it's a good lineup. He's going to score some runs. I'm, he's he's a pretty exciting player. Again, he might be uh, he might end up being second, third eligible by the end of the year for some yeah. leagues, which is pretty valuable. I mean, those are two positions where he, he'll be second, third, and if you have corner and middle, he'll qualify for both of those. So, he, in terms of just being a Swiss Army knife, where you can plug him in at third, second, corner, or middle, I mean that's going to be a valuable a valuable piece in playoffs and in in keeper leagues. Yeah. So what do you think? Would you for this year? Would you rather have Colton Wong or Xander Bogarts? Oh, gosh. Uh, the the talent for Bogarts is just off the charts. The potential, just it's just in terms of pure potential. Okay. I I like to buy the lotto ticket. I would take Bogarts. Okay. Okay. I, I think. I Let's think, put it this way: Colton Wong has a has a higher floor but a lower ceiling. Yeah. Colton Wong kind of is who he is. He's fully formed. He's a, he's a college guy. He's out of University of Hawaii. He kind of is the player he's going to be. You look at the profile, you can kind of see what he is and where he's at. But Bogarts is just this lotto ticket of talent. He has just got raw ability. He's got a yeah. Great bat. He's got power. He's. I'm. I'm gonna tell you he... why I'm gonna go with Colton Wong. Okay. Okay. He's Asian American. <laughs> <laughs> As we make a delicate transition into what this podcast is really about. Let's let's make the transition. We're gonna. We had some catcher stuff that we that was were a smooth transition. I like thinking that. of talking about, but let's forget that. We're we're going to the all Asian American team, folks. No more, no more real fantasy analysis. Let's just this is this is purely us embracing our Asian American pride and embracing our our Asian heritage and and looking at what the the best possible Asian Asian American, American team. fantasy team we can put together is. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had to dig kind of deep. You know, we we took some liberties with uh, you know people's nationalities. <laughs> if you're, if, if, so let's let's just start off. I think start off. I think one of the the clearest one is the manager 
has to be the, the manager. Our manager. our my favorite manager of all time, my Asian American brother, Don Wakamatsu. Yeah, it has to be Don Wakamatsu. Um, really. Um, to be fair, we only have one choice for favorite Asian American manager of all time. But you know, I I, I really he was, he was cool. He got a raw deal in Seattle. They didn't really have much talent and. Yeah, we were he thinking, tried really hard. Maybe, maybe you were thinking, who's the guy who was on the uh, who was on the Mets for a long time, then went to Japan and started winning? We thought about him, but you know, he's a white guy who went to Japan. Val- Val- Valentine was Valentine. Val- yeah. Valentine, unfortunately, was not Asian or Asian American. He did win a lot in Asia, not Asian American. Yeah, but, you know, Don Wakamatsu, Asian American brother. He was he was our manager of choice. That's definitely our manager of choice. I think the easiest they, one is next is pitchers. Starting pitcher. We have lots of starters, lots of relievers. Starting pitcher. I mean, I think the guy we're giving the ball to first, maybe not the best one, but it's got to be Hideo Nomo. Hideo Nomo. Our, our, Hideo well, Nomo. He was a Dodger. And he was Japanese. Amer- or Japanese. I mean, so. he, he, he basically opened the door for all other... Asian, like Japanese. I would say Asian pitchers. I mean, I remember when he came in, like No Mania. No Mania. It was a huge deal. That's when they installed the sushi in Dodger Stadium. <laughs> yes. That's sketchy ten you know, dollar. Uh, yeah, sketchy ten dollar sushi, rolls. which uh, eventually led to Yoshinoya coming into Dodger Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you go there and like. You know, normal baseball game is maybe, I would say, kind of the makeup of the Los Angeles area. Kind of, you know, 50% Mexican, you know, Hispanic. 30 yeah. yeah, Hispanic, sorry. Uh, 30% white, you know, the rest just mixed. Other. Other. <laughs> Us other, included. Including Asian and Asians and Asian Americans. And then when Nomo came in, it was like, 90% Asian or Asian American. <laughs> hey, to be fair, he was rookie of the year. He was an all-star. He did throw a no-hitter in Colorado, which is unheard of at the time. Yeah. And uh, he had an amazing K-rate his first couple of years until they figured him out. Yeah. So our starting pitcher, just our our, our number one starter, just based on uh, deception alone, Hideo number, Nomo. Number one in our heart, Hideo Nomo. Uh, number, uh, number two. Number two. Is I would. Tough. I, I, I. There's a lot of good pitchers out there, but I think the young kid. I. I think the Darvish. Okay, you like Darvish. You I like, like Darvish as our number two. Do you like him more than this Iwakuma? I. I think. I mean, if you look at the K rate, the K rate is crazy. 135 innings. 133 innings. 153. Sorry, 153. Or sorry, 350. Oh my God. 353 innings. <laughs> <sighs> Four thirty-five Ks. Seriously, yeah, that's bananas. Out of control. Out of the control. walk rate has scared most people, but he still managed because of the K rate to hold down a one-one-six WHIP. Yeah, two-time All Star, twenty-eight wins in two two seasons. Kid um, is kind of unhittable. He's pretty much unhittable. I think if you yeah, if you have a big game, you want this guy in there. Oh, I, I would take him. Plus, the guy's a horse. He'd go out there and throw you 150 pitches, not even blink an eye. Yeah, and he's uh, Korean, right? Uh, Japanese-Iranian. Oh, Japanese-Iranian. Okay, so he's a, yeah. he's a Hapa as well. Yes, he's just like you. 
Yeah, I, I learned the term for Hapa in German, I think. Really? I think it's Miche. Or Mish. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like you, Middle Eastern-ish, Jewish-ish. Yeah, yeah. Something and like Japanese, that. same guy, same thing. You and him, brothers. I could, I'm, I'm actually practicing my fastball right now. There you go. I'm just learning to throw left-handed because I think that's the only way I make it into the league. Yeah, well, you know, as a left-handed reliever, you can you can survive forever. All right, number yeah. three starter. Who are, you, who are you going with? I mean, I kind of want Iwakuma. He seems he seems like a safe number three. All right. But uh, let's let's go with a uh, wild card here. Timmy Lincecum. <laughs> Timmy Lincecum, <laughs> little Timmy. He threw a no hitter this year. How could you not want him? I know. Plus, we're talking about all-time stats here. All-time stats. All-time stats. Two. Time Cy Young Award winner, four-time All-Star. And supposedly half-Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> According to the internet, he is an Asian-American, and we're going to claim him. So Timmy Lincecum yes. as our number three starter. Yes, Timmy Lincecum is number three. Let's go Iwakuma as number four. All right, this is where it gets This is where it gets a little tricky. Number five starter, we got one spot left. Ah. You got the kid. Hunjin Ryu, or the crafty veteran, Hiroki Kuroda? You know, I kind of want to go with the crafty veteran. Ooh, I like it. What's, think, what's the justification? I feel as though he's shown me something. And then he's also, he's one of these guys who I think was a super duper 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 star, but he kept getting hurt. And he, you know what? He's actually getting better with age. Yeah, I mean, like... His numbers are actually trending up this yeah, year. One of these guys... <laughs> the, yeah, the, the the whole, like, getting hurt thing and still coming back. It's interesting. I like that. Career, 3-2-7 ERA, 1-1-6 whip. 800Ks in his career. Yeah, not solid. Bad. He's solid. He's got a really low walk rate. I like it. I would take that staff against anyone. Nomo, Lincecum, Iwakuma... Kuroda and Darvish? Yeah, I think we got a team. pretty terrifying. I, I, I would take team. that five-man any day. Uh, let's go to the relief pitchers. Okay. Uh, another guy who got hurt quite often. Do you want to go with this guy, number one? There's some good names out there. I think I think we got to go with the Dodger. I mean, we're... we're uh... To be fair, his numbers are pretty bananas. Yeah, I think we go with Takayishi Saito. Takeshi Saito. Takeshi Saito, right? 85 saves in his career. Uh, here's here's the great part. 235 lifetime ERA. Yeah. 338 innings, 400 Ks, 106 whip. Not bad. Pretty terrifying numbers. Yeah. I he mean, was another another guy. Came up as a crafty veteran. He Just held it down. He wasn't a, a horse. He didn't pitch too many innings, but... Guy was solid. I, I like I like the steady veteran pick. My pick again, of course, would be Kaz Sasaki. You remember Kaz him? Sasaki, out not, of Seattle, not unhittable back in the day. Remember it was Sasaki and Suzuki, Ichiro and Kaz. No, the Great I, Asian Invasion in Seattle. I do not remember the, this actually. Oh my! I think they put up 116 wins one season. <laughs> They were like, I think they literally hold the the best, the best record in Major League Baseball. It was held by that Seattle Mariners team, hmm. led by Ichiro 
and Sasaki. And I think Kenji Jojima might have even been on that team. It was amazing. It was like a watershed <laughs> moment for Asians in baseball, this team. Yeah, it was It was a real-life Asian fantasy team. <laughs> Kasazaki in his career, 129 saves, 3-1-4 ERA, better than 9K per 9. Yeah. 1.08 whip, rookie of the year, two-time All-Star. How could you not want him on your all-time fantasy team? For I want him. I want him on the team. Uh, he would number two. Yeah, I'd number two. It. I he's got a case for number one even. Maybe. 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 Let's I, see. I, I, just because Saito was a Dodger. Yeah. I've, I've seen more of him, more of his games. I, I would give him the ball in the ninth. Let's go with. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, oh man, this guy. This is. This is. Let's go controversy right here. Young Young Kim. Ooh. Young Young Kim, the submarine. Former All Star, former All Star, Young Young Kim. I mean, former World Series champion, Young Young Kim. Yeah, current goat, to be fair, huge goat. Young he he Young did Kim. everything within his power to try to lose that World Series, but I think they still won it that year, right? Over the was it over the Yanks that year? Uh, I think that's the year he lost it. Ah, it was, okay. Traded him, right? Yeah. Maybe. But uh, he was in the World Series. He was in the World Series. He and uh, he, he had was, some really bananas numbers for some years. He was an all-star. He did have over 800 Ks in his career, and he did manage to hold down almost 90 saves. So I like it. I like yeah. it. I'd, I'd take him as an eighth-inning guy anytime, and especially if you're bringing him in the seventh, superstar. Yeah. What is your going to be your uh, next pick? Uh, you know, just based on one amazing year and three Tommy John surgeries, I don't know. Little known, but but very dear to my heart, Hong Chin Kuo. <laughs> Hong Chin Kuo, I love this guy. This guy, this, this guy was bananas on the Dodgers. He 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 was he was a staple of our of our fantasy team when we were crappy before we were before we were ever in contention. He yeah. he, held, he held down our whip in our ERA. 2010, he went 60 innings, 73 Ks, 1.2 ERA, and a .78 WHIP, and 12 saves. Yeah, he I held mean, it down for us, and uh, will forever be in his debt. Yeah, his arm fell off, but um, he did have three Tommy Johns and never came back from that shoulder injury. But for one, for one magical season in the sun, he was our boy. One magical season, and he was our guy. All right, let's go to the uh, position players now. All right, let's rock this out. Let's start with a uh, catcher. We already talked about Kenji Jojima. Um, I like him. I think I like another guy more though. But there's some Asian American, Asian American. I think I, I, I think we have to go with Kurt Suzuki there. Right? Yeah, there you go. I would, yeah, that's my guy. I would go, I would go Suzuki. Hawaiian born and bred, college in California. Kurt Suzuki's the man. Kurt Suzuki's the guy. Um, first base was tougher. Yeah, this is, this is the, the power positions were not, not, not strong. Yeah, we, we, we looked to see. We, we, we dug, we dug deep for these three, three, these three guys. We also, we also looked to see if, uh, any of the outfielders that we wanted actually played any sort of first base. We tried. We tried really hard on this. Yeah, let's we were go. We're gonna try and shoehorn Matsui in, but it just didn't work. It didn't work. 
So I think I think our guy. Let's just quickly. The yeah, three Killa, guys. Killa Kia, Kiawahu. Kiawahu. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. He stopped Choi. He stopped Choi. The Korean killer, or uh, Korean killer, or Travis. Travis Who Japanese brother? Plays. He's a defensive guy. Um, Love only guy. I think we go. He stopped Choi. We don't. He stopped Choi. <laughs> We don't really need Again, to talk. We don't need to talk about it just too much. Just the Dodger connection. Dodger connection. I did. I did watch him hit like four home runs in a game. That was pretty awesome. Just for that game alone, he's yeah. Cool. Um, second base. Second base is interesting. This this is the controversy here. Again, crafty veteran versus young guy with potential. I'm going crafty veteran. I love Kaz Matsui, man. Kaz Matsui versus Colton Wong. Well, <laughs> I loved Kaz. He was my guy, man. Kez was my guy. <laughs> he did have he did have one magical season where he put up real stats. He did, he, and, but he always was good for like a bunch of garbage steals when you needed him. He did manage to steal over 100 bases in his major league career. So uh, okay, okay, so, I'll take it. Kaz Matsui. Like, if you needed cheap steals, he was always there for you, and he was always That's available cool. for some reason. Yeah. Well, wow, hey, two causes on one team. I like it. I like it. Third yeah. base again. Power positions were. We're a little, little lacking. Yeah. Um, uh, Aki Iwamura or uh, Matt Tuiasasopo. Yeah, like, like I said, I thought Matt Tuiasasopo played quarterback for the University of Washington. Uh, to be fair, it was his brother, Mark, but I might actually take Mark Tuiasasopo above Matt. Matt. Yeah, I think, I think we got to go with Aki. Aki was pretty Aki, good. Aki was, uh, he was a hell of a defensive player, and I, I think. Uh, you know, solid. we're talking fantasy, but at some point, he the glove might have kept him on the field if he wasn't hurt. So let's, yeah. let's, let's go he played some yeah, good let's, games. Let's go Shortstop had some controversy. Shortstop had some controversy. Um, mostly because we only have one guy who I actually know. Mostly that, and he's kind of, sort of, almost Asian. Yeah, we're you know, <laughs> according to the uh, internet, he's Asian American. Yeah, but we're, we're not we're not not really confirmed, but we be kind of. We, sort of believe the internet. Yeah, we uh, just Jason had... Bartlett. Jason Bartlett versus. Uh, I think it's just Jason Bartlett versus. Nori uh, Kawasaki I think, or I think uh, Toshi Nishioka. It's mostly Jason Bartlett versus whether Jason Bartlett is actually Asian or not. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Bartlett versus Wikipedia. It is. Yeah, it's Bartlett um, versus Wikipedia, and Jason we're... Bartlett, one-time All-Star. 123 steals, 271 lifetime average, over almost uh, 900 games. I think he's a legit player. He he is a he's a gamer. He's solid. Plus, he's solid. Seems like a good clubhouse guy. I think uh, overall he would be a, a good solid uh, veteran eight hitter or a good solid uh, number two. Number yeah. One. And let's let's end it off with a big discussion. Um, outfielders. This is where it actually got kind of interesting. A lot of outfielders I liked. Yeah, let's so I mean I, let's only pick three. Let's choose three. Wow, wow, I like it. I mean I um, think I think number is one. Is there any discussion for number one? It, I don't know. Yeah. I think it, I think it kind of is. What? Uh, are you, Ichiro I, not number I think, one? I think Matsui's in the discussion. Wow. I guess because our uh, the Asian all Asian Asian American team is lacking power. Right. I might have to. I might. I might have in a draft. I might have gone uh, Matsui first because no power on the team. 
But then we Mat- need we need homers. Matsui number one. Matsui also had some bigger. Uh, I don't know. He had some bigger moments, right? He did he, he, more championships for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's it's easy to say it's Ichiro. Uh, but... He would he would be uh he'd be the trivial pursuit answer. But I, I like Matsui. Answer. I like I like Matsui as the number one outfielder. Let's go with well. Let's go with Ichiro. What's so one two Ichiro? Still one and one A. One one A. Exactly, exactly. Uh, right. Ichiro's so now, war is off the charts. <laughs> well, a lot of that is defensive. To be fair, it is. It is. So, so now we get into the big discussion for three because we got, we got the South Korean Shinsu Chu versus our Asian American brothers Johnny Damon, Shane Victorino, and Dave Roberts. Oh man! Wow. Wow, can you even believe we're even talking about this? And we I mean, are. Look at these amazing Asian Asian American athletes: Johnny Damon, Shane Victorino, and Dave Roberts, and Shinsu Chu, uh, who had to play his way out of army service. I know. How awesome is that? I. Who do you? I mean, my heart. My heart says Johnny Damon. Your heart says Damon. my. My heart says the flying Captain Hawaiian. Damon. Wow, flying Hawaiian. He's definitely not the best, though. But I think he's a good clubhouse guy, right? I think he might be able to bring the whole team together. I think I know him. Defensively, he's so much better than best thing going on. Right? Isn't he just so much better defensively than Johnny Damon? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Defensively, if you're playing real baseball, I'd take Victorino over all of them. Uh, Dave Roberts. Probably had some of the biggest moments. He did. The, those, I mean, those iconic steals. Um, but Victorino, world champion also with the Phillies. Two-time world champion, I believe. Yeah, and then Shinshu Chu, he's, he seems like uh, maybe the most potential he's, of all of them still. He's getting up there in age. He's almost uh, he's 30, 31. I think he is at the end of his uh, potential. I don't know. 30 is not the end of your potential. I'm 30. I've still got, I've still got, I've still got some game left in me. Hey, hey, Moneyball style, thirty-one. You're over the hill, man. Oh um, no, actually, he's thirty-one. He was born there you in go, man. Over July the of eighty-two. When I was thirty-one, I was a, I was a rock star, but uh, that was last year. So now, old man. Um, I think he's got he's got the best overall kind of rounded game. Yeah. But I think Victorino again, KG veteran. Just had those those years. We would either put up thirty steals, seventeen homers, or something. It was just, he had just you know those sneaky years where he just not only that, but he just held it all together. I would go Victorino's three. Okay, let's go Victorino. Yeah, Johnny Damon had like one good year, which plus he's he's got an arm about as strong as mine, and I threw a baseball the last time about ten years ago, so. You know, exactly. for, it's just you know, not like real baseball really matters in fantasy, but still, I want to believe that we want all around athletes. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. I like our team. I like it. I like Victorino, it. Victorino, Ichiro, and Matsui. Got yeah. Jason Bartlett, Aki Iwamura, Suzuki, Hisab Choi, Kurt Suzuki. I mean, this is legit. Okay, we're we're this is a pitching we're, heavy I, team. But still, we're kind of an NL, NL style team. A lot of, lot of pitching. <laughs> we're gonna win a lot of, a lot of one nothing games, hopefully. Exactly. But, uh, I like, it. I like it. I think in real baseball we'd be all stars. In fantasy, we'd... in Petco, in Petco we would be a ninety oh, team. Yeah. 
But uh, <laughs> in fantasy, we're, we're a solid 10th place. May, maybe, may, depending if it's a 10 or 12 team, maybe it might be a solid 12th place team in 12-team league. But a lot of pride, so. A lot of pride, a lot of honor. Can you believe we just spent that, time, that, that long digging through Asian Asian American baseball players? I'm very proud of us for even being able to find that many players. Yes, yes, this is very true. Unfortunately, um, we're running a little long, so I think we have to end this. That takes us to the end of the game. I like it. That, the end that of the was, game. I, I like to think of that as a very productive, productive podcast. Yeah, um... I would say, oh man, I, we have to mention this, by the way. The Fantasy Focus just may have been listening to us about our uh, Eric Hosmer. Stealing all our material. Eric Hosmer discussion. So if you listen to Matthew us, Barry, just, just sorry, remember. It was Nate and uh, Tristan. They stole, our, they stole our discussion, I think. We're not going to say steal, but if you listen to us first, you heard it already. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here first. Hey, that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of living in the future. That's the beauty of living in the future. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, from the future. On that note, thank you for note, listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to us on Pi- uh, iTunes. And we will uh, talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>